0: Hey, welcome to another episode of From My Mat To Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, Certified Yoga Instructor, and your yoga bestie. Previously, we've covered the root chakra, learning how to be grounded, your sacral chakra, learning how to release your anger your solar plexus chakra, learning more about yourself. And today we're going to get into the heart chakra to teach you more about becoming loving, especially for yourself. And in times like this, this goes right in line with getting more self-care into your routine. So I hope you're ready to get into today's episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the fourth chakra. This chakra is known as Anahata or the heart chakra. In this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can become more loving and balanced. This chakra is represented by the color green. It's located at the center of the chest area. When out of balance, emotions you can experience would be impatience, boredom, loneliness, feeling overwhelmed. If you have too much energy going into this region, then that can lead you to be codependent on others, jealous, and a martyr. If you don't have enough energy going into this region, then that can lead to you being a little antisocial, withdrawn, withdrawn critical or intolerant, intolerant, lonely or isolated, have lack of empathy and fear of intimacy. The common elements that occurs when the chakra is not balanced would be hypertension, heart disease, circulatory problems, difficulty breathing, aching in the chest and upper back, and weak immune system. When you are balanced, you will start to feel more caring, more compassion, more empathetic, you're accepting, self-loving, peaceful, and content. Ways to become more balanced is to use affirmations, write them down, repeat them, set reminders on your phone or on your computer, to pop up at key moments throughout your day when you need it the most. You wanna practice key poses. For this particular chakra, I would suggest any poses that allow you to open up your chest, open up the heart area, and that would include your backbends, standing backbends, cobra poses, fish poses, camel pose. All those type of heart openers will be key for this chakra. And you want to breathe. And be more mindful of your daily actions and emotions. Use your journal to capture your journey. So now we're going to get down to the affirmations that you can repeat to yourself to help you further along with balancing this chakra. The first one is I let go easily and see the light in me. Sometimes we miss that light. We don't see it in ourselves. It feels dim. Sometimes we can be in a dark space. But repeating this affirmation lets you know that that light is there. The spark is ready for you to ignite it, for it to brighten and increase the intensity of your true passions. And the only way to do that is to let go easily. Don't hang on to anything that does not serve you. The next one is, I am patient with myself and others. This is very important. Sometimes we're not patient with ourselves in our journey. We would have started a weight, um, a workout routine, and we're not patient. We don't see the results right away, so we give up. And then you find yourself year in and year out repeating that same thing over and over. And then you wonder, <clears throat> excuse me. Why you're not seeing no results? Because you're not patient enough. If you find yourself looking at Instagram and you see all these men and women out there with the abs and muscles coming up, they lost their weight, did you really follow their journey from year one? How many years does it take? It takes years to achieve that type of uh, result. It's not, you no, know, 30 days. It's not 60 days. Those time frames help you establish a habit. It really takes just 21 days to create the habit, but then you have to be consistent after those 21 days. That's when the transformations will kick in, the progress. You will start to feel it and see it more evident. So, please be patient with yourself. This also comes in if you are a parent. And this is her affirmation I have to use as a parent because I have a teen daughter. And at the same time, she just started going into her cycles alongside mine. And as a mother, for you are out there, you know that is the worst and most trying moments during the month is going through that. And having a teen daughter, it's, it's a test of all tests. So, this is one of my favorite affirmations as a parent as well, is to remind myself to be patient with myself and be patient with her and my kids in general. They don't move quick enough or do the things you expect. Give them a little time. Don't let them take advantage of it. I'm not telling you that, but just put yourself back to when you were their age and just remind yourself you were a kid and how you were as a kid. I know I was much worse as a kid than my kids are. So I am more patient because of that, having that understanding. Don't forget what it was like, but come from a space where you can have these conversations to give your kids lessons, but be patient enough. Because if you just allow your anger to kick in and you just act on that or you allow your ego to take over and you just respond from that, then you're not going to create that um, lesson where it would stick better if you came from a, a loving space. So if you need to, before you interact with your kids, if they're doing something that is not correct, make sure you take a breather for a little bit. Before the words coming out of your mouth. That's all I'm saying. Um, next. I give up the habit of criticizing myself. This is a big one here. Again. If This goes back to if you are on social media. And I've read a lot of articles now. Where a lot of people hate their lives. And that's because they are caught up. With looking at other people's lives. Those lives may be just exaggerated to a sense just for the media just for the clicks just for the likes and some of them actually may be them celebrating getting there after all that hard work a lot of people don't show their journey in their hard work so you don't know where they came from you don't know what they went through to be where they are and because you don't know you shouldn't criticize yourself yourself For not being at that stage. You should just instead look at your milestones. Start looking at your life story. How far you've come. You're not the same person you was yesterday or a week ago, a year ago. If you go back 10 years, are you the same person? Are you still doing the same things? If you are. Then take a long look in the mirror and ask yourself why. Because if you're not happy where you are and you're repeating things you've been doing for the last 10 years, then you need to change. Change what you're doing. Switch it up a little bit. Right? But if you have noticed that you've changed a lot. You don't drink like you used to. You don't eat like you used to. You don't hang out with the same circle like you used to. Then you've shown you've grown. That's your growth right there. Celebrate those small milestones. You are growing. You may not realize it, but that's when you want to take time to look back. Anytime you are negative in yourself, you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I done messed up. Okay, learn from what you messed up and instantly make a correction for that. Bounce back. Pivot. Don't just hit dwindle on that one thing, because once you start that cycle of that criticizing and critical mindset of yours, then that will just spiral and escalate beyond what you can control. Instead, keep that at bay. Anytime you are finding yourself to be critical of your actions, come up with two positive things that you did well to balance that out. And next, I am grateful for all the challenges that helped me transform and open up to love. If you had a rough childhood as I did, don't dwell on it. Embrace that childhood. No matter what you went through, you know what? You went through it. You are here. You are at this stage of your life where you are no longer going through it. That is a major, major victory celebrate and appreciate that. Work with that. Use those life lessons from all those toxic relationships to not repeat those toxic relationships. Use those experiences from those toxic family members to just stay back and love them from a distance. You don't have to stay in that same cycle and let your energy be depleted by these energy vampires. You don't need that. You don't need that in your life right now. We're all Dealing with so much right now in our lives that we don't need to add on to that. So work with what you control and work on your transformation. And to do that, be grateful about your journey. Embrace your past for creating the person you are today. And work on creating a better version of yourself tomorrow and going forward. Leads me to my next affirmation. I compare myself only to my highest self. If you look in the mirror right now and you see that reflection, that's your competitor right there. That's your competition. No one else. Because there's no one else in the room. It's just you. It's just you and you. Right? We shed every day throughout the day. Don't realize it. But we shed. So next time you find yourself going through social media, you know, appreciate people for inspiring you to want to do better. Don't beat yourself up. But instead, compare yourself. If anything, what I did that helped me along my yoga journey, I took pictures of myself. And that is what I use for my students to show them. This is a progress because they see in what they see now when I teach, how flexible I am now. And I show them what I was working with then. I've been doing this for like seven years now, a little more. Since 2014. No, so yeah, six years. Since 2014. And this is something that is not an overnight success. No. This is constantly showing up, sometimes missing the mat, sometimes only putting in five minutes, sometimes dedicating two hours in. Every day is something. But I kept showing up. Because I know I could do better. And that's what I want you to do. Take a picture of where you are. If you want those abs or you want to create a rounder glute or you want to lose the weight. Take pictures. I don't really use the numbers. I use my pictures. That's how I track my journal, how deep I am in a pose. And I can remember what it felt like when I look back at that picture at that moment. I remember what it felt like. And I thought I was doing it. And I wasn't really um, into the full pose. But I felt like I was. And then since then, by... Consistently practice on it, I can now do full poses um, and get deeper into my poses. The flexibility has gained. The strength is there. All of those things come. That's that's the perks of the process. You just got to go through the process. Stay on that path of the process and you will get that progress. And last, I focus on my progress And decide to let go of perfection. This is a big one. Don't chase perfection. It doesn't exist. Just want to put that out there. Perfection does not exist. It is just you. And your journey of elevating to that next milestone. That next level. But until you die. It's always room to improve. There's never, all right, I made it. I'm good. Nope. There's always room for growth. There's always something you can improve. There is always something you can do better. Don't get into, I got it, this is it, I'm good. That's not going to be it. And then you're going to end up finding yourself, seeing other people pass you again. And you can go down that spiral of, oh, criticizing yourself. Don't do that. Treat yourself to stay hungry for growth and focus on that progress. Create milestones when you reach it, create new milestones and keep that cycle going. That is where you're going to get the most potential and that's where you're going to see the most growth. So I want you to take a moment and pause to reflect and ask yourself, are you patient with your progress and yourself where you are today? If not, why? Why are you not patient? What are you rushing for? Right? Take time to appreciate and celebrate how far you've came. And use that as your momentum to keep going. So, here are some additional tips to help you balance off this chakra. Practice your deep breathing for 5 to 10 minutes, inhaling nice and slow through the nose and out through the nose. Practice journaling and logging your thoughts and emotions. Keep celebrating your milestones and reflect on your achievements, big and small. Make a to do list and take action on one task at a time. Recognize your critical and inner voice and change it. Anytime you come up with that critical thought, come up with two positives. Strive for progress, not perfection. So to summarize this heart chakra, the energy is located at the center of the chest. If out of balance, you can experience impatience, loneliness, and other types of emotions and elements. To balance the chakra, you wanna work on some grounding postures and repeat an affirmation that resonate with you. Use a journal to track your emotions or negative thoughts and practice progress, not perfection. So I've created a new blog post with the focus of this heart chakra and the affirmation is going to be listed so you can save that article on your pinterest account you can even download this podcast episode repeat it as often as you like just to keep it in your mind on ways to keep this chakra balance if you missed the other three chakras don't forget to just visit simplyfootandcurvyyoga.com slash podcast to get caught up on all the other episodes before this, I wanna thank you for taking the time out to listen to me and roll out your mat and enjoy, or just drive in a car with me. And I wish you come back again next Friday where we move on to the throat chakra. That would be number five out of all seven chakras in this mini series. And I look forward to sharing more ways to balance that, new affirmations to use, and help you use your power of your voice. So thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated. And you can follow me on Instagram at simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com to see what I'm up to. (laughs) Have a wonderful day.